What if you could be doing something smarter with your money that creates income now? If you're wanting to get ahead financially and enjoy greater freedom of choice, if you want a comfortable retirement and you know you'll have more choices if you can do more with your money now, if you've wondered who else is creating ways to make their money work for them and you want actionable ideas with honest pros and cons and no fluff, welcome to the Richer Geek Podcast. We're here helping people find creative ways to build wealth and financial freedom. I'm Mike Stoller, and in this podcast, you'll hear from others who are already doing these things and learn how you can too. Hey, everybody, welcome back to another episode of the Richard Geek Podcast. Today, we have Jim and Jamie Shields. This is going to be an interesting uh, one, everyone. They uh, do build to rent. Um, Jim is a partner at Southern Impression Homes. Jamie, are you the other partner? I am not. I okay. actually, I'm the family partner. So we uh, <laughs> will operate our the the other portion of our life, 18 summers of family education. Yes. Yeah. And we'll get into that too. That's that's very interesting. But Southern Impression Homes is a company that specializes in building rental portfolios for individual investors and institutional buyers. They're currently located in Florida. And they concentrate in low density properties such as single family duplexes, quads, with property management in place. Uh, what's interesting is he uh, formerly owned Jack's Wealth Investments and then created Southern Impression. Then the two companies merged in 2022. Uh, so how how are the both of you doing? Doing good. Good. Great to see you. Happy to be in Florida. Yeah, it's you know. One of the three states that I would live in. One is Florida. Yeah, um, it's uh, it's. We hear about. You know, I'm very focused on where we're building, so I look mm-hmm. at national, but I really focus on our markets. And you know, we are still seeing a good, you know, not huge growth, but steady growth again. And and there's still an influx of people that we're behind having housing for. So that's a really good position to be in. So when you talk about the uh, the build to rent are they temporary rentals or are they something that people are going to live there for for a long time uh what type of build do you do yeah we do what any retail buyer would want to buy we're just designating them for investors and you know coming from the bulk for foreclosure world where i used to my now building partner and i used to buy the bulk fix them up and rent them and keep them for ourselves or work with investors on them. We wanted to have something that was more durable and avoiding the three-year curse. We call it the three-year curse because on older properties, I own them, but I know that after three years, even if I have a new roof, heating and cooling, plumbing, upgraded kitchens, baths, you know, it, there's, it's, it was a house built in the forties and fifties. It was different. Um, today we try to build them with that aesthetically pleasing, but also that durability um, so you would be able to match our houses up with upgrades of any other builder. Uh, but we also look at it from the investor mindset, not to offer just single family homes, but also the duplexes or the quads. So you stay within that residential lending, but also get more doors under one roof, which usually produces better cash flow and better bang for your buck for each loan that you get. Yeah. And that's, that's really fantastic. Cause you know, back in the day when I was in the, the residential space, 
man, I'd love the quads, but it, it's like everyone stopped building them. Like after the sixties, it seemed like, or the seventies, yeah. I look at them. It's like, Oh my gosh. You know, it's like how many thousands of dollars am I going to have to put into these things? And I see that you guys are actually building the duplex and the quads is I think very enticing. Um, Cause you know, I've had a bunch of single family homes and, I spent most of my time just going from one end of the city to the other and just having as many as I can in one spot was just better for my sanity. Is that what you're seeing? Is, is Are people kind of gravitating towards that? Yeah, they're gra- I mean, from lessons and in, in Jamie and I released, so we, our story of real estate, which started, you know, 24 years ago, I used to think that cheap and abundant was the way to go. Really cheap housing and own as many as possible. And there was this hundred house club. Once you got a hundred houses, <laughs> man, you were good. And and I we flew past that. However, when they're deferred maintenance and and not in the areas that you would have chosen and the cheapest, there's a lot of turnover. There's a lot of headaches, you know. And I was like, gosh, this is creating a second or third job of just keeping them up. So you know, we really had probably about a decade ago started to say we want to own less of better quality, mm-hmm. and that's really how we 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 fell into it where our, our now building partner and I said, well, what if we could build our own investment property where we can avoid the three-year curse, um, you know, and be in a little better areas where they're more resellable down the road um, with less headaches, less turnover. So that's what, that's where the, the foreclosure fix up world, we left it behind for the new construction to be in that little higher area, because frankly, I wanted more time with my family. And when my rentals are constantly in, in need, well, then they're not doing their job for me. At least that's what I, we figured out the hard way. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. It's, you know, I have that experience of, yeah. And it seemed like I'm even going to switch to lease to own or something like that to make them do their own repairs and things like that, because it's like, my God, you know, quit flushing that stuff down the toilet and quit calling me. (laughs) And I, I, I get the pain and, and, and it was, um, are you concentrating on individual homes? Are you doing whole developments? We, we do both infill lots and whole communities. Um, we prefer uh, to do or partial communities. So we'll go in like we give you an example. We, we bought a, 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 a defunct golf course and it turned into just about a thousand lots. Uh, we kept a little under 200 lots for us. The rest of the lots we sold to national home builders. So they built nice houses around us and we kept scattered in this community, 180 homes for build to rent because we like to have home ownership. I know we will build for larger institutions and family offices, whole communities where it's all rentals. Uh, but we we really like the, the infill lots and the partial communities because I like to have home ownership next to my rentals uh, if I can. You know, and so for single families and duplexes, we do that. For the quad communities, yeah, you're all investor owned, and you know we do have HOAs for those and help control it. Uh, but but I like for single families and duplexes to have them in desirable, already established, high personal ownership areas. If that makes sense, it does. What is your typical build to rent size? What does your house look like? You know, we we start down at you know twelve hundred and fifty square feet, um, and then we'll go right up to you know about a five thousand square foot quad. Uh, so you know that goes from about two hundred and forty thousand right up to about eight hundred thousand. 
uh, for a quad. So, you know, we're still in that affordability. You know, affordability is something that I was always taught and mentored to look for. Um, it's affordable to buy for our investors or for a, a, a retail buyer if they sell it down the road. It's affordable for rent, uh, but in good areas. So, you know, we try to keep in that affordability range just below the median. And what are you seeing the most, you know, when investors come to you, are they looking more for kind of that class A, you know, the B, or are they looking for more of the affordable housing? You know, just give me five of these individual houses that cost this so they can put the the blue collar lunch pail Joe type of a person into them or more of the white collar type of a renter. What what are you seeing from so your we, investors? We have both. I wouldn't say we have presidents of companies, but we have more replaceable. I'd say middle management to high paying replaceable income mm -hmm. of professionals, police officers, teachers, uh, families with two incomes. Again, the average family income in the markets we're in is about 60,000. Mm -hmm. So, and that gives them a real affordability for our houses or our, our rents. So that's kind of what we focus on. And if one of our listeners says, hey, you know, this sounds great because they've had that pain of being a landlord and fixing everything, what is the steps of getting a hold of you and building? What does the process look like? Yeah, you can go to jnjplaybook.com. That's something that Jamie and I wrote up together about our journey into real estate, how we found Build to Rent, why we do it, about our company. Um, and you can set a discovery call. You know, we have uh, it, it, this is not a this is not an individual sport. We have over 170 employees um, on our team and sales specialists that have been with me for 13 plus years. So they've built dozens and dozens of successful portfolios, anywhere from one property to 25 properties for individual investors. You know, and our 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 model is not for everyone. If you're wanting to be more hands on and in it. You know, most of our investors, they're working a really successful career um, and, and they like it, but they want to be involved in real estate, uh, but they don't want a second or third job in it. And that's why we, we only do new construction. We, we, we hung up our rehab shoes many years ago, uh, which I know Jamie and I were both pretty happy about once we did it. It's the TV shows are great, but it's not quite as fun um, when you're doing so many and we could get a better predictability. So ours is about predictability and in, in high growth markets. You know, we're here in Florida for a reason. Landlord um, friendly state. Very landlord friendly. Yes. State. I used to be in California uh, and I wouldn't consider that very landlord friendly. Uh, so that's that's been a that's an important thing that we guide our, our people on for sure. Yeah. And we we do speak about that a lot. On, on our podcast is, you know, politics aside, you have to go, you're trying to build a business and you have to go towards business friendly states, landlord friendly states, if you're doing real estate. And that's just, you know, people will get upset with me. It's like, well, you're, you're always bashing California. I'm like, well, if it takes six to seven months, maybe to get someone out, I'm going to bash that concept because they're pro tenant and anti landlord where you yep. look at Arizona, Texas, Florida, you look at certain states yep. and they're like going here in Arizona, it's five days and you're out. Yeah. You know? yeah. And that's, and, and again, this is, our people work hard and I'd be yeah. wrong to steer them. I used to be heavily invested in California, so I can speak that. I love to visit. It's a beautiful state. Uh, if you cannot, if you're not able to collect your rent for long periods of time, that puts you in a very dangerous position. 
It and does. we're willing to do that. We sold our last house in California, I don't know, seven years ago. Mm-hmm. Um and and didn't look back because it's 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 and especially since the pandemic things have changed mm-hmm. you know, and it's proven there will be times and places you can't collect rent and and i want to avoid that for us and our clients that's why we are very very focused on florida our next market probably with our with our building channel will be texas but we are very focused in florida right now yeah and that makes sense when an investor gets contacts you and wants to do something what does that partnership look like who does the mortgage are they paying cash what is that whole what does it look yeah. like yeah it's a great question we, again we've been we've built over 2000 units so we've done this before you know we have over 850 active investors over 747 million under asset management so you're you're stepping into a system a process you're not first person in testing this uh so you are a part of the process but never alone and every question that you have we've already answered dozens and dozens and dozens of times like who is your who do you prefer to use for lending you know, so we'd have lenders that we work with. They're not financially affiliated, but they did the job for me or my building partner, a lot of our clients. So we have the list of that. We have the insurance people, which, man, if there's any misconception out there about, oh, I've heard insurance is impossible in, in Florida. I kind of laugh at that. And I always say on which properties? That's something Jamie and I learned from older properties built in the 40s at lower lying ground compared to new construction. Because once once the government code changed after 2004, from a big hurricane, new construction is still very cheap to get insured because the way it's built. So all these questions, property management, again, we were in management before we were in building. So, you know, 99% of the people use our management company and we line all that up. So all those questions, the title, everything goes through our system. You're able to see the property it's finishing out through our builder trends, you know, as you're seeing the property you're buying. And since we're on on, on a continual building stride, which is different from most builders, meaning a lot of builders, you'll have to wait 12, 16 months for a property. Well, we're continually building and, and have about 6,000 lots that we're building out. So what we do is you can have a new construction property in less than 60 days, which is great for people who want to move their money or let's say they have a 1031 exchange. Yeah, we've worked with lots of California people out there and that's really important. So, so you walk through the process that so many other people have. All the questions, and then at the end, unlike the old foreclosure fix-up properties, we're able to give a nice two ten warranty. So that's two years on the little stuff, ten years on the big structural stuff, which is nice to have in place, you know, for for that long-term buy and hold. So someone comes in, they get the mortgage, you build it, you're walking them through the entire process. Um, yeah, and has- an important important distinction there is mm-hmm. they do not need a construction loan. For anyone out there listening, going, you know, Jamie and I have done construction loans. They're not fun. Mm-hmm. We handle that part. You step in at just the end with a permanent loan. Mm-hmm. You know, you can use whatever lender you want. We refer some of our lenders. Right now, we have an in-house financing program, which is pretty much separating us from the competition, 4.75. So, you know, most people are locking in at 7% right now. Uh, we're pre-buying money from, uh, and you have to be at a certain size to be able to do that. So you can lock in at 4.75, that's 30-year AM, 10-year fixed. You know, So this is getting people in that position of cash flow right off the bat, um, which is huge. So, um, yeah. so we, we create those options. We're always trying to listen to our people and what do they need. Uh, we also give free management for the first year, uh, which is you know another thing to help you get off on the right foot. So it is, it is truly passive. You have the mortgage. 
um, well, the investor, they have the mortgage, they're making the payment, you're managing it for them. Are you seeing five years, seven years, um, once people get into it, are they kind of, you know, let's cash out? Or are you seeing this like, you know what, I like this and I want three more? We, we, That's what we see a lot of. Yeah, yeah we, we've we've seen not you know we started building nine years ago and and there have been some people that they created a lot of equity through you know the last few years yeah, and, such. and they sold a few of them and then kept a few or what other people did is they refinance some off and they put it forward into more properties uh, but it's a great position to do it most of our people are looking at something long term and. And they're kind of saying, well, yeah, I could cash in this equity, but holy cow, <laughs> rents have gone up 30 something percent. You know, so uh, my cash flow is screaming, I don't want to go anywhere. And the property's not having any big maintenance or repairs. You know, it's quiet. I'm staying. So we have had some sell. Um, but uh, but I think a lot of people are wanting to stay in from, from what we're seeing. And we always try to release monthly reports of what we're hearing, what we're seeing, inventory levels of 2019 and 2019 was before all the healthy normal we're still seeing today that was something people like to see um so they're they're kind of in a whole we're cashing on the equity but a lot of people keep rolling forward yeah it's you know it's it's a fascinating concept you know i've seen those that that go in get the mortgage um are you it, is it you're just taking the property management fee. Is there other types? Is there like a, a, an ownership split on the rent? What are you seeing that people, what kind of other fees are there? All right. We are joining uh, Jim Shields again. And, you know, Jim, I wanted to talk about uh, something that's very important. And I know it's very important to you. Uh, you're the founder of 18 Summers, where you help uh, business leaders strengthen their family connections through your board meeting strategy and other innovative frameworks. Talk about 18 Summers with me. Yeah, 18 Summers is something my wife and I created almost 12 years ago. And it's just a simple mission to make sure as people scale their businesses, they don't lose their family along the way. So we created a couple of simple strategies and rhythms that help entrepreneurs and investors stay grounded in their family life. And one of the most um, popular ones is called the Family Board Meeting, which actually became a Wall Street Journal bestselling book. So tell me a little bit about what that entails. Uh, what is the book all about? And what is it that uh, you and your wife do? So our book, The Family Board Meeting, was uh, really about a, a rhythm that I started doing with my two oldest sons who I adopted. Uh, and I was running two businesses and wanted to make sure that I didn't, well, I didn't fail at home. And this was a way for us to reconnect, reground, re get to know each other. And it went so well as an experiment that I started to share at other business groups I went to, and it really got an underground viral following, which turned it into a book and then a bestseller. And what I can tell you is family life in our business, we always have important habits or rhythms. And in family life, we don't always do that. And what the family board meeting talks about is the importance of one-on-one -on -one time, meaning having one-on-one -on -one time with each of your children, with your spouse, uh, separating the parts to strengthen the whole is extremely important. Uh, we also talk about the importance of intermittent tech fasting. Uh, we are too connected today. You have to have times of complete and total unavailability 
to really connect with your loved ones. So we talk about something called intermittent tech fasting that my wife and I use on our dates. I use with these uh, half days that I spend with my children uninterrupted one-on-one. Uh, and then we talk about some of the words uh, that we have to start using. And two of the things that a lot of kids are missing is a sincere compliment and a genuine apology. And the power of a sincere compliment and a genuine apology cannot be underestimated, especially when kids are going through their tweens, their teens, for understanding, for opening up. And this is the basis of our book. And the thing that most people can feel relieved about is you don't have to be a family therapist uh, to succeed at home. You don't have to have a doctorate in family psychology to succeed at home. What you do need to succeed at home is a few rhythms, a few consistent rhythms you put into practice and your whole family buys into. And that'll get you not the whole way there, but 80% of the way there. And that's what 18 Summers is all about. And the 18 Summers equation says 85% of the time you'll ever get with your children comes by the end of the 18th summer. So the time is now. Don't wait 10 years and say, oh, well, I'm going to get to my business. My family will understand. I'll get back to them. That's a horrible recipe for disaster. And that's what 18 Summers is about. Putting family in the forefront, keeping it in balance as you grow your business, you grow the depth of your family, and it can be done. You can have it both ways. Yeah, you know, Jim, that is so true. You know, I'm thinking about even with my life where even when my wife and I are sitting on the couch together, we're both on our laptops, right? And it's mm-hmm. just a crazy thing. And and that is so important, you know, everybody. It's just, I actually wrote this down. I'm going to purchase this. Everyone, it's on Amazon.com. Uh, and it is the family board meeting. It is so important because, look, it's family life. You know, it's it's what is important, right? A lot of people think it's it's money. It is, but it's the family. It's it's having that quality time. Uh, Jim, thank you so much for having that available to all of us because I think that is, especially in today's society, it's something it's so important. Don't you agree? Yes. Thanks for having me, Michael. I'm glad you appreciate the message. Absolutely. And uh, Jim, where can everyone find uh, you on the uh, web? Yeah, if you want to know more about our uh, passive income playbook into real estate, you can go to jjplaybook.com. That's something my wife and I designed uh, for helping people into the real estate world. Uh, And then if you want to learn more about our family programs, you can go to 18summers18summers.com. All right, Jim, I appreciate you being on the Richard Geek podcast. And have a great day. Thanks for having me, Michael. Thanks for tuning in to the Richard Geek Podcast, where we're helping others find creative ways to build wealth and financial freedom. For today's show notes, including all the links and resources from our show and more information about our guests, visit us at www.therichardgeek.com slash podcast. And don't forget to jump over to Apple Podcasts, Google Play, Stitcher, or wherever you get your podcasts and hit the subscribe button. Share with others who could benefit from listening and leave a rating and review to get the podcast in front of more eyes. I appreciate you and thanks for listening.